It's so easy to listen from home. I just tell my smart speaker, Alexa, play the Shake Back Sports podcast. Here's hashtag brothers of baseball slash Shake Back Sports show from Apple Podcasts, continuing the latest episode. You know, family is not all, this is my Bill Cosby uh, uh, impersonation. You know, family is not always about blood. It's about relationships, respect, love, and admiration for one another. And when I tell you that the hashtag family of baseball show or hashtag family of baseball extra frame podcast is just that, that is what it is. That was my terrible impersonation of Bill Cosby. But who am I? I am Willie Epting Jr. And I am the man, the myth, and the legend in my own mind. As uh, Big Day says on his show, this sixth show, uh, we have another edition and episode of the hashtag family of baseball podcast extra frames podcast where you can go to itunes as well as spotify and google podcast to check it out it's also available on youtube and my facebook page thank you guys out there for rocking with us live 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 as we are streaming this once again and uh look if you look at the banner and all you guys out there watching you can actually text into the show with your comments just state where you're from, state your case, and we will shout you out while we on the air. And speaking of on the air, um, Natalie Turk is a little bit twisted up right now because of some news that came out. Or if you haven't seen it, we're going to talk about it here in just a second. Mike and I, Cleveland Indians, Josh Naylor, the outfielder. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to get into that. And then, of course, we're going to talk about the states of our teams, uh, him being the New York Mets, me being the Oakland A's and if Nat's able to get in then she'll talk about the of course the Cleveland Indians so we are ready to go man so just in case y'all haven't heard uh we're doing it big and doing it big we always start with this already know what it is when you hear that music it is something special and we are live loud and in color on a sunday i'm going to bring in the brother the hashtag brother of the family of the hashtag family of baseball big reeking sports owner ceo creator do everything new york mess fan hashtag lgm mike martinez there he is <laughs> he's got he's got a co-host with him what's up mike I'm good. Not much. Yeah, he's uh, it's it's bottle time. So he's you know, he likes to chomp at the bit, but he is uh, doing absolutely great, man. He's getting bigger by the day and mama and I are so mad. He's growing like a weed. It's so bad. He's OK. I promise. Yeah. yeah I mean, and, 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 and we don't mind it at all, because uh, when I say the hashtag family of baseball, that includes you and yours and age is not a requirement or restriction for that matter so he's already a mess man right exactly now i gotta tell you two things first of all yesterday i found it very funny that when i changed his diaper during the game and he peed all over his let's go mets onesie they started hitting 
So I don't know if I have to make that a part of an everyday routine now, or if this was just coincidence. <laughs> but today I actually, I had done uh, the feedings last night. So I fell asleep this afternoon during the game, which thank God. Uh, and um, my wife took a picture, perfect circle change grip, just laying against his mama. <laughs> That's why we are called fans, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And you know what? You can comment or you can text the show, 469-358-5241, with your name and where you're from. And you can actually, we're going to ask you a question. Should Mike formulate a way in which the little Bambino can pee when the Mets are playing so they can start hitting? That's our question to you guys. So you got anything else, Mike, on that? <laughs> I, I I just really I just I found it hilarious. I, I just it happened and all and they were down two one and all of a sudden they tie the game and I'm going we may be onto something here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might need to get in touch with the uh, the New York Pet Mets media relations uh, department and let them in on what's going on with that. What do you think? I, I or at least the lineup. Uh, somebody, somebody. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's amazing. All right, man. Speaking of said Mets, uh, as I said in the pre-show <laughs> meeting, your Mets once again are the best team playing here as of late between myself or my team, the the A's, and and Nats team, the Indians. So tell us or tell everybody out there that's that's listening and watching, uh, how excited have you been about this past week? Listen, I've been really excited because when you have, you know, the National League East is not what it usually is this year. Mm -hmm. Everybody is down. The Mets are the only team over 500. But when you go into eight games in seven days, four with Atlanta, four with Philadelphia, and you come out splitting two four-game series, I will take it. Um, especially when they're not hitting because they're not. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will say this. The pitching has been great. I mean, Jared Eikhoff came up as an emergency starter, he's pitching tomorrow against the Washington because he was so good against Atlanta. Mm -hmm. um, Stroman was okay today. He wasn't great, but he had a decent, he was okay. Taiwan Walker's been great. Uh, David Peterson has finally come out of his funk and he's pitched great his last couple of starts. And then all of a sudden, Jacob DeGrom was human yesterday. Imagine I that. mean, human to six innings, three hits, two runs, six strikeouts two walks. I mean, that's a normal day for or good day for a lot of pitchers. I mean, unfortunately, because of the two runs, his earned run average ballooned to 0 0.69 um, from 0 0.50. It is the second lowest earned run average in baseball history through 13 starts since ERA became a stat in the early aughts. I'm mm -hmm. sorry, 1940 was the year they started doing that. So you're talking 107 years. This dude is on pace to just obliterate some records. Mm -hmm. And the Mets have figured out how to get him to start the All-Star game. Because if he do if if he is able to pitch and he doesn't start the All-Star game, who's the managers? Uh Roberts and uh the guy from Tampa, right? Yeah, uh Kevin Cash. Yeah. Dave Roberts ought to be slapped. <laughs> well he probably should have been slapped well before now before some some other well, he did win the championship. Listen, if you think Yankee fans hate him for stealing that base in 2004, if he doesn't start DeGrom in the All-Star game, he'll have both sides of Queens hating him. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, J-Rod Sports debating discussions. Uh, appreciate you chiming in, big homie. Um, 
He says, any chance we can talk about the ridiculous checking pictures or checking pictures every inning for sticky substance? Yeah, we're actually going to get into that, J-Rod, so stay tuned. Um, if you want to text your comment to the show, please be sure to do that. We will get you read on the air. Or if you want to comment right here, that's fine, too. But we were – look, we're trying, to, we're trying to set ourselves apart from here with some things. So it would be cool if you can text the show. All right. So, um, and yeah, and look. Strowman, he went out, not this last start, but the start before that, he had some hip issues. Is that correct? So uh, uh, That's correct. And he pitched today with a heavy heart. He lost his grandmother the other day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, prayers out to him and his family regarding that because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a grandmother is the, the ultimate matriarch. Um, and it shifts with different generations, of course. But, um, yeah, shout out to him and his family and prayers up for comfort and strength and all those other things that go along with uh, complete and total healing from a from a heavy heart. Um, but, yeah, so let's talk about Conforto. He is. Did he come back this past week or is he still? He did. He did. And that's the one thing about the offense I like I, that makes me have a little bit of uh, hope for it right now because the Mets are getting healthy. Almora is back. Conforto is back. McNeil is back. Uh, Conforto got the game-winning hit in the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sacri- well, the sacrifice fly. Uh, still getting stuff off the bench. I mean, Billy McKinney scored the winning run. He had a uh, big at bat in the ninth inning yesterday. Uh, Pilar hit a hit the tying bomb to right center yesterday. He hit a one today to get him closer. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Lindor's starting to come around. He's having better at bats. Yesterday he flipped me out a little bit, <laughs> swinging his splitters in the dirt. But it, overall, he's been coming around. Alonzo's hitting. He's just not hitting for power at home. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot, as a Met fan, there's a lot to be angry about with the offense, but there is a lot to understand. These guys are not going to stay stone cold the rest of the year. Yeah. Hey. And if the pitching stays, they get hot, it's going to get ugly. That The, the sister has just joined us, and uh, we're, of course, talking about, talking about Natalie Turk. I'm going to bring her in right about now because she's got the latest and the greatest news on – uh, Indians outfielder Josh Naylor. So we, let's bring her on in here. Natalie! Hi, guys. How are you? Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah. That's I, better than I, the Cosby. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, this is very true. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, 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 if I, I had a migraine, I, I had texted, I don't know if you got that, so I'd already, and I have, um, Definitely more of uh, um, long after um, horrible, horrible news coming out of the Cleveland uh, Twins game today and, and, and with Josh Naylor. So it's, um, yeah, it, for those who, who saw it, I don't know if you guys did. Uh, yeah, we did. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, from, from, um, you know, I'm not what I'm being told and to know is that he's, you know, in the hospital at, um, in Minnesota, he will not be traveling back with the team. Um, there is, you know, he has sustained a fracture, no, no, um, word yet exactly where, um, and if it's above the ankle or not, if it's involving, you know, the entire leg, um, but so that's, that um in a nutshell but um also ernie clement who he did collide with um just very young rookie i think it's about his third um appearance or whatever um you know he was a little banged up 
but also feeling really bad for him because mm-hmm. he was visibly shaken, um, you know, afterwards. And I'm sure feels a lot of blame. And there's it's not really blame in these type of situations, my opinion. I mean, both guys, you know, just just running hard for the ball. And there was some miscommunication. And unfortunately, you know, that happened. Um, I did hear one of the commentators reference a game in the 60s where I, I forget which who it was with, but where, you know, um, they collided heads and it was actually a skull fracture had ha- happened. So, I mean, oh my gosh. there was a positive at least sign, you know, aside of that, that, you know, there, you don't realize the risk, I think sometimes, I mean, we all watch these games and, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a horrible injury, but to think of even if, I mean, it could even be worse, you know, people that if they would have collided, you know, at that, those speeds running. So, Naylor is one of my favorites. He brings an energy and to that clubhouse and he plays his heart out and and I, I'm sad right now. So I I I hope that he heals um quickly and and I hope that Ernie Clement also isn't scarred from this and skittish from what happened and so just lots of things going through my mind on it right now. So when I when I saw it, Natalie, <clears throat> excuse me, when I saw it, when I first saw it, it reminded me a lot of the Dak Prescott injury to his lower leg. It yes. looked similar, oh. eerily similar to that. And then once he stopped and he came to a um, a stationary position, his leg, his foot rather, was just kind of hanging like like Dak was, like Dax was. So. Um, I know they don't have really much of a, a uh, an indicator yet of what it could be, but that reminded me instantly of what Dak, what we saw with Dak. Uh, what, what do you say about that, Mike? Well, that was against the Browns, so I was uh, watching it. Um, so yeah, no, I that's the first uh, Dak I didn't think of. I thought of remember Jason Kendall years ago, mm-hmm. uh, slide into home plate. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought of, mm-hmm. and. Of course, that was just scary too. But yeah, Nat, uh, best out to Naylor for that, and the kid will be fine. He'll 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 recover from it. Yeah, I've been doing a series called Beyond um, Behind the Dream, and um, it's too. with with the rookies, you know, coming up. And you know, I I've been learning a lot about Ernie Clement, so it's kind of just thanks for letting me know that. I mean, because it's just you know, I don't know. I, I'm a little emotional about it because I've I've gotten gotten to know these guys a little bit more covering them this year and I, I take it kind of personally and, and and just really my heart's going out for for both of them and the team um right now baseball doesn't seem even as important I you know our team's already suffered enough injuries but it the subject today within the organization and and all of us isn't like oh woe is us another injury right now it is hit at a very personal level just because of of what we saw and um you know there's a lot of negative things being said on social media which is difficult like that the twins took too much time to get out there with the card and he was in pain for too long and i don't believe in any of that the twins i think handled it the best way they could they've been classy on social media the organization you know every everyone involved has been very good surrounding what happened so Yes, the Indians 
do. It is true. We have a lot of injuries and we didn't need another injury, but this one is just because of the way that it happened. It's, it's not, that's not where the conversation is right now at the clubhouse. So Nat, I heard you say uh, in the beginning that, excuse me, a fractured skull Oh no, I was I was talking about sorry. So let me in case I didn't get that out right. In the the um so some of our commentators with Valley Sports were saying that in the sixties there were two oh, players that okay. had collided and one had fractured their skull. So they were just trying to give um, not really like a positive spin, but just saying how serious it can be when you're going at that speed and you collide. Um and that, you know, this injury was at least in that lower body. Like, I mean, you could literally, you know, die. You don't have a helmet on like football or whatever, and you're you're running at that speed. So, yeah, sorry, I kind of, you know, talked quickly through that. But that was one of the first things that they had brought up. And I wasn't familiar with the, the two players involved in that back in the 60s. But it, it's just something to make you think, you know, like, or me for sure. I, I watch these games all the time. And. I mean, we see injuries, but when you see those types, and, and I did think of Dak, too, in that one, or or what you Mike. So when you see those types they, that just really scare you for a minute, make you just think about the person instead of just what it's going to do to your ball club or whatever, you know, and wondering when will be back. and all, None of that's through anyone's mind. Naylor is very well love here as they all are but Mm -hmm. he's just a he's so special with that personality that it it, it, it's really tough um you know like i said so i i don't have a lot um besides like i said i know he's at the hospital obviously i i'm assuming i mean i know he's not traveling back with the team i don't know how long we'll be there i don't know surgery type of those things i'm sure we'll hear more tomorrow um for the media, the tribe will be home tomorrow to face Detroit. So, well, again, we we led off with uh, with our uh, our thoughts and heartfelt prayers for him to make a speedy recovery because uh, you never know. Um, you know, it rem- it kind of reminds me a little bit of Alex Smith and his seventeen surgeries. Not saying that we think that he's gonna end up with that, but how sometimes. The uh, the unimaginable and certainly the unexpected can come in with possible infections, and that's what I was thinking about in terms of his health. Yeah. Not really, not really yeah. his his get his the injury itself is going to prevent him from playing baseball for a while. That's obvious. But my mind went to oh God, I hope no infection sets in on this, where he ended up having to fight for his leg, like you know Joe Theismann did, and and of course Alex Smith and so many others that have had an injury kind of like that. So. Well, um, man, that was certainly something that was not expected to be discussed. But uh, shout out, no. to, shout out to you, yeah, sis. Shout out to you, sis, for that uh, that frontline information. Um, I always yeah. say it's good. And I wish. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I wish I had better news, and we could do our normal Nats chat. I could talk about the things, but it just it's not much on this end. So. Okay, and I understand, or we understand that you have another. Um, possible meeting to get to so if you need to go ahead and sign off now that's good me and mike will take it from here is uh he was actually talking yeah. we was talking about his mitts but we hadn't gotten to my <laughs> age yet so uh it's all good 
Well, at least for once, I'll, I'll make it lighthearted humor. I'll, I won't take up the whole time talking through your guys' time to talk about your teams because normally it's just me jabbering through about the Indians for most of it. So, <laughs> But I, I was glad that, yeah, I do have to get on the um, an SI call right after this. So I was like, but I still wanted to jump on and at least just say the little bit I could about Naylor. And I'll always, you know, keep it posted as I as we all know more, but thanks for at least sending good wishes this way. And I, I hope he's, he does well and we get good news in the next few days. So. All right. Well, we All right, will, guys. we will talk to you again soon that and uh, real, that. real, real quick. I want you to tell everybody around the world and people that are watching about your, uh, your, your, your segments that you're doing with the, with the young players. How can they catch that? Oh, yeah, thank you so much. So um, I'll be putting them on my Twitter at Nat Sports Chat, but um, they're on Sports Illustrated, um, and I have um, started a series. I'm on, be on my third one right now because the Indians do have the youngest team in baseball. I thought about wanting to showcase taking each. I'm doing at least one a week. I might be able to do two a week. Um, where I'm, I'm doing what I do the what I call the move. So that's their move up and then the journey of how they got there. And it has been so well received and people just so enjoy to learn about, um, you know, I've, I've had host families from like, you know, AAA from, or even like Mahoning Valley scrappers, which is up here. I don't know if you're familiar with that area, Mike, but so I've had, yes, I am. Yeah. So host families that, that, you know, had the, one of our Inclement's host families even had contacted me. So I'm getting so much, I've had sixth grade teachers who played catch, you know, with some of these guys when they were in sixth grade. So the story and the journey to the big leagues has, it has really opened up a whole new world of writing for me. And then a, a really great story for the Indians just because they have so many young players. So you can find it on Sports Illustrated at least once, hopefully twice a week, and I'll always share them on my Twitter. All right. There you go. Natalie. All right. Make, thanks make... for that, Willie. All right, Natalie. No problem. We'll talk to you again real soon. All right. All right, guys. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Bye, Nat. So let's let's uh, let's react to that uh real quickly. Um, because she's obviously an insider with the uh, Sports Illustrated, mm-hmm. with the uh with the Indians and I'm sure that uh, or everything that she says about getting to know these young kids and and, and chronicling their their journey, it really does know or it really does ring nearly near and dear and very close to her heart. And you can hear the emotion. Yeah. You can hear the emotion in her voice as she talked about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I got to tell you, when I watched it, I didn't think of um, the collision i thought of was Mm -hmm. mike cameron and carlos beltran Mm -hmm. back in 2005 in san diego as a met fan i mean there was one in the 80s dykstra mookie wilson went face to face but the cameron and beltran one was much like this one two center fielders going for the ball and face to face and it got scary i mean mike cameron was down he his season was over Mm -hmm. when that happened so uh you know speedy recovery to him and yeah listen in my opinion and I hope she watches this and hears this. You cannot be a good beat writer and you cannot be a good, someone who covers a single team without getting to know those guys and getting emotionally invested. Yeah. Uh, And especially her being an Indians fan. 
her stuff is awesome. Yeah. And yep. it, I love that she gets so invested. Yep. Yep. And that is what it takes. All right. So uh, let's go back to the Mets. Um, hold on. We get, Before we go back to the Mets, I'm sorry, Mike. Here we go. Mike, phone. Telephone, Mike. He, he's, coming. <laughs> he's coming right now. Hold on, please. Hold on. He's, he just got out of the john. Hold on. Talk to her now. If you don't talk to her now, she's going to walk. Captain, I can't be no Mike, man. Hello? It's Mike. This Mike. <laughs> This is Mike hashtag Mike's Mike man. Um, so let's let's get back to the to the Mets on that. Um, you were talking about uh, them not not hitting forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, this this lineup is too good to not catch fire. Um, the only thing I can hope is that the pitching stays consistent. I think with the performances we've seen so far, especially at a Taiwan Walker, because let me tell you something. You saw him in the American League West. Mm-hmm. I saw a little bit of him with Toronto last year. I wasn't very not not high on him is not the word, but I wasn't I wasn't knowledgeable of him. Mm-hmm. This dude's off the charts. Mm-hmm. This dude is good. Yeah. It's and a- when it, they they picked him off the scrap heap in February, mm-hmm. and he's their number three. It's amazing how a change of scenery, man, can can really inject some life and enthusiasm into a player. Um, so when you say Agreed. this, yeah, the scrap heat is just that. Um, all right, so I know you want to talk a little bit about <laughs> Joe Girardi. <laughs> oh, 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 you got me coughing. Go ahead and take over. Take it over, man, because I can't stop laughing right. at it. <laughs> Did you see what I commented with Natalie on there? I, I don't remember. I called Joe Girardi a certain part of the anatomy that we call people who we don't like. Oh. And not a single person told me I was wrong. Right. Look, gamesmanship aside, what he did, if I was Scherzer, I would have fought him. But it's going to get one of his players hurt. Because unfortunately, there are still some bulldog pitchers in this game. Um, He's one of them. And he's one of them. You got a $350 million right fielder who's going to wear one in the ribs if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. And there are dudes who throw 100 miles an hour on the regular. Listen, what he did, I'm all for gamesmanship. I laughed when they grabbed Albert Bell's bat back in the 90s and he did the whole flexing thing looking at him. I laughed when they take a guy's glove or they say you're not wearing the right shirt. That's hysterical stuff. What he was doing every inning, I would have, uh, no, someone's wearing one. Yeah. Because that's just ridiculous. And then to come out and want to fight the guy, dude, Girardi, I don't care how good of a catcher you thought you were when you played for the Cubs and the Yankees. Max Scherzer would have taken you out pretty hard. But he's going to get one of his boys hurt, and that's I, I don't like saying that, and I'm not the type of person who thinks that people should do that. But if you got one retaliatory thing, and you're just a manager that's doing it, he's putting his guys in harm's way. Yeah, and my thing was, why are you – because Girardi is in management. He is the manager, and Scherzer mm-hmm. is a player. Not to say that he won't be a manager or whatever he pursues one day. He's prob- He is a leader. We know that, too, because he's a leader of that, that rotation. But why mm-hmm. are you, for the lack of a better term or phrase, bringing yourself down to a player level – because of what you think 
You need to be worried about your team and why you are underachieving as a unit and have been for the entire season. With all those potential all-stars that you have in your lineup and that you're putting out there uh, on, the, on the diamond every, every other day or every day or whatever the case may be. And Bryce Harper, dude, where are you? There's an APB out on this dude, Mike, because I don't know if you saw, but he is like seventh or eighth in the all-star balloting. Never mind that. He's got 11 bombs and 21 RBIs. And but I have the word. I have the word on why the Phillies are underachieving, and it's very simple. It's seven letters. It is the thing that uh, Snake bit my Mets two years ago, and that is bullpen. He stripped yeah. Hector Neris of the closer's role mm -hmm. and then gave it back to him the same day. The yeah. Philadelphia Phillies have consistently not upgraded their bullpen every year. They have gotten less than stellar results out of it. And yet they keep running the same guys out every single day. And something else too, Mike, that I, I want to kind of share with that too is because I saw them in a series against the Braves a couple weeks ago. And the Braves bullpen is sorry. And they're going to get sorrier because we're going to talk about something else real quick that involves them and it's in your division. But it was a it was a back and forth type of blindfold. Who's bull, who who Whose bullpen are we waiting to fail the first? You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, and and they're, they're going to be they're going to be on the outside looking in again after three straight years of being in it until September. They're going to be on yeah. the outside looking in again, in my opinion. Well, I, I agree with you. Um, when I did my picks, obviously Philadelphia was nowhere near the top of that division. But the thing that kills me about them is. They have blown 21 or 20, excuse me, saves already this year. We're That's not crazy. to the all-star break. That's crazy. As just as a, as a, as a callback in 2019, the Mets won 89, uh, 87 or 88 games. The bullpen blew 27 in a full season. Hmm. 10 of them. The nationals don't make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. The world champion doesn't make the playoffs. So, if Philadelphia is going to be a contender, because Zach Wheeler was nasty today. Mm -hmm. God, I miss him. Yeah. Um, listen, Eflin was good yesterday. Mm -hmm. They've uh, Matt Moore has resurrected his career in Philadelphia in that bandbox of all places. They have the starting rotation. They refuse to fix the bullpen. Yeah. And they. And I don't know if it's if it's oh well we just don't think it's a big deal because we're going to out hit everybody. Mm -hmm. Well, when you have the three three of the best pitchers in baseball in your division, mm -hmm. you're not going to out hit everybody every day. Nope. And I think they got they they've got to fix the bullpen. And I do believe that their their bullpen is. I mean, I'm sorry, their lineup is at least one of the top ten in the National League. But if you can't, I'd put them top five. Yeah, you can. But, I, I, honestly, they are the best catcher in the game mm -hmm. in Real Muto. Mm -hmm. They have. Arguably the best right fielder in Bryce Harper. They have Reese Hoskins, who's an offensive juggernaut. They got that bone kid at third base, who's outstanding. Yep. Their middle infielder, Gregorius and Gene Segura. I mean, you can tell I'm a National League East guy. But their middle infield may be the best offensive middle infield this side of Lindor and McNeil once they get going. Yeah. And you have McCutcheon in, in left field, who is going to win. Well, I'm not going to say he's going to, but he's going to figure in prominently for comeback player of the year now I'll probably agreed I'm thinking that's going to go to Mancini like Nat said in the preview show way back in whenever it was but unless Otani gets it unless Otani gets it so but but the point is, is that he's producing well enough for that squad 
and um, after an ACL injury. All right, so what I wanted to ask you to or talk to you about as well, because I tweeted this at Shakeback Media Group. I believe it was Thursday of last week. Mike Soroka uh, oh. has uh, sustained yet, or he actually retore his Achilles. So he's going to be out for another year. Did you hear how it happened? I didn't hear how it happened, no. All right, so was, he had a setback, and they put him in a boot. Yeah. Um, he was walking into the clubhouse. Walking. He took steps like you and I do every day, and it snapped. Because apparently he had the surgery. The sutures were supposed to uh, dissolve. Mm -hmm. They didn't do it. He had to go back in to remove the sutures. And then he had the setback when he was rehabbing. I mean, as I said, I love watching Soroka go. Yeah, he, he's a like, dog. He's so good. He is a dog. So good. Yeah, he's a dog. Um, he heard it against the Mets. Yeah, and 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 you know, I I didn't, I wasn't saying that to dis when I tweeted it. I wasn't saying it to disparage the Braves. No, I actually like the Braves. I, I mean, they're not my team, but I, I like what they have in Acuna Jr. and Freeman and all the rest of those boys. But man. Because their their issue has been pitching for the last I don't know it seems like since Smoltz and and Avery and Maddox and, and and Glavin and all those guys were on the hill, but that is a primary illustration on as to why you can't rely on offense and to win games ten to nine, you know fourteen to eleven. Agreed. And here's did you first of all, let me ask you one question. Did you ever think you'd say the Atlanta Braves Achilles heel? Bad. Yeah. Bad term. I'm sorry. Uh would be their pitching? The Atlanta Braves. I mean, in this for this generation, I'm not I, I can't say that I'm not surprised. Because okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, because this Braves ain't the well, really, this baseball ain't the old baseball from those days anyway. Although No. Although pitching is a little bit more dominant, we're going to get to the sticky stuff here in just a second because I want to round that out uh, with the comment with the comment that we got from uh, Jay's J Rod's sports and debate, so uh, or sports debate and discussion. So, uh, but yeah, this base this baseball is not this baseball ain't even the same baseball that it was five years ago, let alone twenty years ago when pitching really did rule the day. So, all right. So speaking of the sticky stuff. J-Rod's sports debate and discussions. Um, we had our first victim on today. Uh, first person that was... Did we? Yeah. <laughs> yes, no. yes, we did. When I tell you, when I tell you I fell asleep in the first inning and woke up in the eighth, I'm not lying to you. <laughs> you know what? I got We got home from church today, and I had a meeting at 3 o'clock. And I'm in my in my I'm in the in my room watching the game like this. And it's not because of the game, ladies and gentlemen. And for people out there that are saying baseball is boring, it wasn't because of that. It's because I was very, very sleepy and tired. Uh it's been a long weekend, yada, yada, yada. So let's get into this. Seattle Mariners, pitcher, Hector San Santiago becomes first pitcher ejected for <laughs> failing the sticky substance check. Um, hey. they checked his glove in the fifth in, fifth inning. Presumably, found something that shouldn't have been there. And while Santiago's frowny face reaction is pretty great, the best part of the video of the bagging of the suspicious glove. They put the suspicious glove in a bag. Oh no! They put the suspicious glove in the bag, and somebody put it to the bad boy song. Oh my gosh! 
So whatever. Speak, speaking of speaking of the movie, they put it to the cops theme. Yeah. <laughs> so so J Rod's sports debate and discussions. First of all, thank you for the comment. We appreciate it. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Shake Back Media Group and also at Big Recon Sports. Big Recon Sports. Follow us both on Twitter, man, and we would appreciate that. We got you shouted out with your question and your concern. Um, let's round this thing off by talking about my Oakland A's. Um, and I'm just going to say this. The strongest part of the A's team has been the staff, the pitching staff, as well as the bullpen. Agreed. Uh, now, I'm a little I'm a little PO'd at the A's because of who they have allowed to let be let go into free agency. Um and of course that is <laughs> Liam Hendricks, who was the closer of the year in 2020. And then uh it was uh God Lee, I can't think of his name. He's with the he's with the Bra- or the uh, Dodgers now. Oh my gosh, I can't think of his name, but it, it'll come to me hopefully before the end of the show. So when you go to New York and you your 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 nemesis really and the, the thorn in your side, um you jump out, you win game one, you lose game two because of the bullpen, you lose game three because of the bullpen. That's not making me happy. That's not making me happy whatsoever. So then you get a chance to get right. Shout out to my boy Jose Trevino, catcher of the Texas Rangers. You know you my boy and you are my favorite player except for when y'all play the A's. Um <laughs> <laughs> I I had to Look, Mike, I told him that. He's been on the show 3 times. I told him I said, "Dude, you are my favorite player." Except when you play I the A's. I voted for him by the way. Huh? Yeah. I voted for him by the way. Yeah, well, he didn't quite make the cut. There's only 3 uh 3 3 finalists. So, but anyway, back to the A's. No, I know. So, so you go to you come here to Arlington and you have a four game set against a team that you're suspected or uh, expected, rather, to get right with. Somehow, a four-game split does not feel good against a team that is obviously rebuilding. They've got a lot of young talent. Chris Woodward is doing a tremendous job. He had them playing very, very well at the beginning of the year. They've just kind of been up and down. But a split against a team of that magnitude or lack thereof it's not a win in my book. If it's a split against the Astros, cool. If it's a split against the Giants, cool. But it didn't happen. So, speaking of Giants, same thing. Friday night's game, lose two zip. Saturday night, a walk-off single, you lose by a run. But today, Can I interrupt you for a second? Go ahead. Go Did ahead. Wilmer Flores get the walk-off hit? I, I don't think – I don't know who – I don't think it was him. You that would st- just be poetic justice the way he does it. Yeah, well, he's he's one of the top three uh, All Star consideration people for his position. So really good for Wilmer. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the A's actually did salvage the final game of the season or um, of the series. <laughs> and uh, look, Irwin Cole Irvin pitched a heck of a game. I thought I thought Bob was going to let him get the 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 complete game, but he ended up pulling him in the pulling him in the ninth or the in the eighth. Uh, so now we get next week, very earlier in the week. I'm, I want to say I want to say it starts tomorrow. Texas is coming to Oakland, so maybe we can get a three game sweep there. What do you? We'll, <laughs> we'll see. 
Any uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Any uh, any final thoughts, Mike? <laughs> Look, Houston's been the hottest team in the game, and you guys are only two games out. You're playing. Pre- you're playing pretty good baseball. Um, is the pitcher you're thinking of Blake Trinan? Yes, that is who it is, Blake Trinan. I was looking. I was looking at the Dodgers roster on my phone. I didn't pull that out of my head. Um, <laughs> listen, your boys are going to be there till the end, and Billy Bean is going to be a buyer at the trade deadline. Watch. Well. That is necessary. And speaking of the Astros, they did drop two out of three to the Tigers over the weekend. So that's insane. Detroit's one of those sneaky teams that beats the good teams and can't play anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Ask Cleveland. The first the first season of or the first yeah. series of the year. And can I just say, mm-hmm. Sergio Romo was entirely entertaining when he got when he got checked. I thought he was gonna drop full trout, take his whole uniform off. I mean <laughs> Like they want to do a full cavity search. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the glove, man. I'm just waiting for the glove. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So it might come to that. Well, no, let's hope not. All right, man. Let's, let's get out. Let's, let's get out of here, man. For uh, for Mike Martinez, man. This is Willie F. Teen Junior, man. We appreciate y'all hanging out with us for an hour. Or so hopefully we provided some uh, some good energy and some. And some 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 com- comic comic relief. Um, shouts out and prayers up to Josh Naylor once again, man. And he comes out with a full recovery. So we gonna get on about here, man. Y'all stay safe. Y'all take care of each other. Y'all love each other. We'll holler at y'all again real soon. Peace. We out.